Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm DePaul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie, and a very Good day to you, Philip. How is everything going out in Los Angeles? Well, we are having some wonderful fall weather, uh, cool nights, beautiful days, and as we talked about last week, you know, uh, the light is uh, is changing and is quite lovely. You know, I was sitting yesterday. <clears throat> excuse me, I was sitting yesterday on the uh, back um, on the back deck with my drink, and this gorgeous little bird landed on one of the trees for a second i said mm-hmm. i'm not familiar with that one hmm. it had this it was uh, uh had a, a gray head uh white and brown striped wings and a large puffy yellow breast and i you know quickly got out my bird book and i said what the heck is this <laughs> and it turned out it, it was and i've never seen one before a yeah. west a western kingbird Yes. And so when I looked it up, here's more the interesting thing, not just that it was a pretty bird, but yeah. the, but what 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 um what the information on it said. It is a uh, a flycatcher, meaning a swift, those birds that fly really fast and make mm-hmm. sharp turns and and just basically fly with their mouths open and uh, you know, catch bugs and stuff. But the western kingbird is sort of interesting in that the description of it is as follows. The western kingbird is a large tyrant flycatcher. <laughs> I'm reading this thing, tyrant? What, the, what is that? What is that, a Democrat? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I said, oh, that's too ty- brute. <laughs> yes, exactly. Tyrant flycatcher found throughout western environments of North America and far south is Mexico. And I guess it got its name of tyrant because i looked under behavior mm-hmm. and it's a nasty little bugger in that <laughs> they are very aggressive and defend their territory even against larger birds such as hawks mm-hmm. i mean this is a little bird swifts are you yeah. know pretty yeah. small birds they yeah. attack humans they attack livestock and pets when they think their young are in danger oh, so i God. would like to recruit Western kingbirds into our cause of protecting the family. The state of California. That's right. How's how's that (laughs) that little observation for a fantastic segue into into our insane uh, and uh, hopefully enlightening show today? But anyway, it's... it's, yeah. a fa- it's a family bird. Now, leading into California, you know, one of the things, uh, we're going to stick with California for a little bit today. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, as, as our listeners know, there have been, um, uh, it was at Chino Valley and uh, Temecula, and just recently the city of Orange in Orange County, their school boards voted to uh, be able to, uh, a couple of things, that to, to have... Uh, parents notified of things going on in school and also um, uh, uh, challenging books uh, to be in the schools that are not age appropriate. That's a key word, age appropriate. Now, what has happened, and we know that um, 
that under uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, Rob Bonta, the the, uh, attorney general of California, has uh, threatened lawsuits against against uh, school boards, meaning, you know, threatening to sue them over civil rights, which is, you know, school boards are independent entities. And I think he knew he was on um, thin ice. So guess what our California legislature did? The legislature, uh, meaning the uh, state Senate and the state assembly passed a bill. The state passed a bill last week, which you know will be signed uh, by by uh, yep. by by Newsom, that prevents public school boards yeah. from banning gender and race related books and educational material. Imagine. Now, well, but what what this is about? This is, of course, uh, the the bill was you know uh, uh, voted on party lines, but AB ten seventy eight, AB ten seventy eight. That's it, and and this is what Newsom said. It, it, this man's a real snake. He said California is the true freedom state, a place where families, not political fanatics, read parents have the freedom to decide what's right for them. All students deserve the freedom to read and learn about the truth, the world, and themselves. And then uh, it goes on, uh, some, some assemblyman, Corey Jackson, said instructional materials in curriculum, meaning diversity, and they, and they don't want to ban state-approved material related to black, Latino, Asian, Native American, and LGBTQ topics topics and they will face penalties now here's the big lie about this yes sir the big lie about this is that's a smokescreen that is not what these school boards have been doing these school boards are not about book banning and you know they're playing that same game in in florida too um, oh yeah, yeah. When they attack Ron DeSantis, that right. it's uh, what uh, don't say gay and all of these that they're claiming they're banning books. They right. are not banning books. This is right. a blatant lie. What they are doing, what these school boards are doing, and we've been over this and let our uh, and, and shared with our listeners. It is about age appropriate material. Absolutely. So if you have man boy sex in books for a fourth or fifth grader. That is not age appropriate. That's what they're talking about, and yeah. the and yeah. the and, uh, and 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 the the these these bills that are being put out there and these fiat by by. Um, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, you know, Harvey Milk is a big hero among the left because he was the first openly gay man elected yeah. to San public Francisco. office in California. Yeah, and. The, 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 one of the reasons, uh, I think it was uh, Temecula, a Valley School, uh, United School District band, got rid of a book about him. It had nothing to do with the fact that he was gay. It had to do with proven and substantiated facts that he had a continual sexual relationships with young boys when he was in his 30s and was also accused of rape. So that has to do with pedophilia, nothing to do with being gay. Yeah. Well, uh, there is no, I I love how you're framing it as a smokescreen. And of course, uh, as artists, um, 
you and I are the two last people in the world who want to see the banning of books. Sorry, folks, we don't want a redux of what took place at the University of Berlin when the students came and took out uh, hundreds of books out of the university library and burned them in the middle of the quad. No, that's not what we're talking about. And Philip, you know this. A classical example of the vulgarity of what are in a couple of these books, and we've mentioned them by name, was brought in to the Senate this week when, God bless him, smarter than a whippersnapper, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana read passages from the books to some of the advocates who were there and said, now what is it you want? Do you want these things that I just read? Well, it sounds terrible out of your mouth, Senator. Do you want them read to our young children and they have no place in our public uh, school system, as far as I'm concerned, period. Well, you know, and that, that's the same thing that when, when, when Kennedy said it to this guy, whoever he was, and well, it doesn't sound good coming out of your mouth. It's the same thing when people would get up at school board meetings yeah. and yeah. read verbatim from these books, and the school board says, well, you can't say that. You, uh, no, that's, out of, that's out of line and appropriate. Okay, then what the hell is it doing in the school? Yeah. Yeah, what no. is it doing in the school? So uh, you I, know, there, there, there's yep. the, the, California is uh, is is starting to. Uh, uh, there, there, there's a very interesting article that you sent me this week from the Daily Signal. Yeah, uh, an article uh, and the, the law that I was just talking about that passed is just one of many. A very oh, yeah. interesting article by Tyler yeah. O'Neill, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it 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 goes back to the uh, the the. the uh, the, the phrase, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for our, for, I'm sorry, we're coming for your children. And it might well as be the new slogan of the, the golden state of California, yeah. as far as Mr. O'Neill is concerned. Let me read a little bit of this. Uh, California legislature has passed or is about to pass a slew of bills aimed at undermining the rights of parents and potential foster parents and or uh, adoptive parents who disagree, and this is all it's about, who disagree with the transgender worldview. Mm-hmm. Now, what would a state need to launch a transgender inquisition? This is Mr. O'Neill. He said it would need the inquisitors to identify and hunt down parents who dared to dissent from gender ideology. Mm-hmm. It would need an apparatus to induct kids into its cult while keeping parents in the dark. It would need institutions to screen potential foster parents to block heretics from fostering or adopting kids who might convert to the state religion. It's an old phrase of yours, the state religion. More importantly, it would need a legal way to pry kids from the arms of their apostate progenitors, progen- mm. progenitors. Yep. And this goes on, he talks about, uh, there are five bills. One of them would train teachers, one of these bills would train teachers to prov- to profile these hated anti-LGBTQ 
Q yeah. parents. AB5, AB5. Right, that's right, that's right. You Ah, good, thanks. Keep chiming in as yeah, I no. go along here. <laughs> I good, want good. people to hear the bills. They're good. on the plate, and they're uh, going to be signed by your governor by October the 14th. Continue, Philip, That's please. right. Uh, another one, another of the bills, the second one, would train psychotherapists to prepare to hide gender treatments, in quotes, from parents at a minor's request. Good grief. It just That's the second one. Yep. A third would prevent school districts from removing sexually explicit books if they contain transgender themes. Mm-hmm. A fourth would prevent Californians from becoming foster parents if they dissent from gender ideology. Yeah. And the fifth would expand the definition of child abuse. Are you ready? Yeah. To include non-affirmation of a child's claimed yeah. transgender yeah. identity. Yeah, you've just you've just put about 150 million Americans and families of evangelicals, of Catholics, and quite frankly, of just tons of irreligious, normal people who say you know what? We're not buying into this. This is the golden state, and that's why that one representative, (laughs) he had very little to say other than to tell families, by the time you pass AB 1078, which prevents the California public school systems from banning books, period, on gender, AB 957, yes, requiring judges in California to consider a parent's affirmation of their gender identity in child custody cases in case it goes against the state's orthodoxy. And AB 5, which is going to mandate Safe and Supportive Schools Act, establishing required training for public school staff and teachers in supporting LGBTQ plus students, etc., etc. So the indoctrination is on full steam ahead, and it, it is, and, and it's becoming legal indoctrination. Uh, oh, 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 abs- oh, absolutely, yeah, and 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 that's the thing, and you know, this is going to make your governor a hero in many of the left's minds. He will be a hero. But ladies and gentlemen, friends, relatives, this is what is going to be pushed and ultimately demanded by the federal government if Newsom and his people will continue, uh, sadly, what Biden has already put into motion with his various executive orders and so forth. And, you know, but the good news is, Philip, there are people in your state who we've talked about are standing up. They're not going to just flee the state. They, they, these things are going to be contested in the courts. Several of them are going to go, I believe, to the Supreme Court on these things. I believe that too. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, go ahead, yeah, please. please. No, no. I, you know, I saw something the other day, uh, and 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 it it's perfect. Uh, you know, I was reading something, um, uh, you know, relative to this, mm-hmm. and what this is, what all of these laws are, is they amount to blackmail. They amount to blackmail mm-hmm. of parents 
and families that if you have an opinion and you believe that your family is sacrosanct mm -hmm. and that you we're not talking about you know beating your kids no, I mean, you know i don't no. i don't even we're I'm, not talking i'm sorry about, even yeah. mentioning that but just the fact that you think your child if your child is having a problem with with his or her identity and you think it is better not to have them have your child in a school where they can go and change into a boy or a girl for the day and then change their clothes and come back and you are not allowed to know about it, the fact that you might want to take your child to a psychologist or a psychiatrist to deal with their problem in a private family way, that is not allowed. That is blackmail. That if you do that, yeah. your kid will be taken from you and you will not be able to foster a child. How, just think about this. Think about this. How many children in this country, well, we'll talk, start, start with California, need a foster home, yeah. need to be adopted. These children need this. And if you set up more barriers of this, of, of, of this evil sort to, to, to prevent uh, people or, or to scare people away, in fact, for, from even doing this, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, for, for fear of good, good grief, they might have their own opinion. What's going to happen to these children? Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. they going to be raised by the state and encouraged to be, to be uh, you know, whatever, whatever things a little kid, you know, imagines, yeah. and then yeah. it becomes affirmed? This is insanity. Yeah. Amen and amen and amen, Philip, to you for being, uh, uh, and this is not gratuitous in any way, a clarion voice on this from uh, day one when we began podcasting over two years ago. You were aware and you have brought it to our listeners and really to my attention. And as I have become more educated in terms of these various bills that are literally on Newsom's desk to be signed by the 14th of October, and we'll, we'll continue to track it, Philip. We'll yeah. continue to track it. Well, listen, I'm, Wait, I'm I, I, I have one oh. more California thing, if you don't oh. mind. Oh, okay. Uh, you no, know, we've talked about, yeah. uh, we, yeah. we, 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 you know, this, this, this insanity of reparations that we've talked about, whether it's in the city of San Francisco or the state of California. Hey, I'd like a cool, well, I'd like a cool five million. Well, oh, yeah, sure, of course you would. Okay, um, okay, uh, uh, <laughs> And if I had it, I'd give it to you. Um, <laughs> um, it... Uh, the uh, Berkeley, uh, a, a poll uh, from yeah. Berkeley, um, came out a, a poll yeah. of uh, Californians in terms of how they view, agree, disagree with the idea of reparations. Yeah, sixty uh percent -huh. of white non-Hispanics. No, no, I'm sorry, sixty-five percent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm to 14% are against it. Okay, <laughs> whites, oh, those white people. But wait a minute, Latino, the Latino community, 59% against 16-4. Asian slash Pacific Islander, 59%, 24. And the and 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 blacks uh, the the black populations um, only sixteen percent against meaning they're seventy six percent for um, you know uh, uh, uh. but but when you think about it the the the, the, the whites Latinos and Asian uh, Pacific Islands we're talking two to one we are talking two to one yeah, yeah. and and you know, I, I can't imagine uh, 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 um, 
Newsom uh, agreeing to any of this. The reason being, you know, of course, you have you, he he would want to appeal and assuage and uh, and uh, you know uh, bow down to the black community. Except in California, the black community is five percent of the population. Whereas in other states, it's 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, in, in the South, as an example. Yeah. So, so and about two 13, to one, 12 or two, 13 oh, across the two nation. to yeah. one almost yeah. across the board against this, yeah. this insanity of reparations. So, right. uh, you know, if there's a little bit of good news this week from the, the, uh, f- uh, the tarnished Golden State, that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, uh, those statistics coming out of liberal Berkeley. You know. Yeah, so, Berkeley, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So it's really, really, really fascinating. Well, moving on, it's been a busy week. Uh, began with Monday, as you well know, Philip. Are remembering the twenty-second anniversary of the tragedy of nine-one-one? It's hard to believe it's been twenty-two yeah. years ago, and it had such a profound effect on all of us. And then, before we get into uh, uh, what I found a very interesting situation. And, and, and it really continues thematically almost all of this from last week, and that is perversity in higher places. Maybe we should just call this perversity in higher places part two that's going on. Uh, the good news, though, uh, among everything else, is Hunter Biden has finally been indicted on three felony charges, lying about being on drugs when he bought his gun in 2008, which, of course, was found in a grocery store dumpster placed there by his paramour uh, ex-sister-in-law. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, that's a whole we, other... <laughs> we, won't go, we won't go down that rabbit hole for a cheap dime store novella, that's for sure. But the really, really, Philip, the, the big news in my judgment, um, and I'm just grateful. I know a lot of Republicans aren't, and a lot of neocons may not be. I don't know. But the impeachment inquiry is on period. And the Dems, of course, I love this, are denying Biden's guilt, saying there's no evidence. All it took was one phone call for for Donald Trump, you know, to be indicted. The Dems, of course, are denying a lot of things lately. And I would suggest including our fair and glorious Constitution. And this is exemplified by the recent actions taken by the Democratic governor of New Mexico and her overtly overreaching concern about gun safety. Philip, take a few minutes to tell us about her, please. Yeah, she did this amazing thing. Her name is Michelle, (coughs) pardon me, Mm -hmm. Michelle Lujan Grisham. And she did something rather remarkable last week. She issued an emergency. We've talked about this before. You know, how do you get around democracy? Just declare an emergency. You can do anything you want. Yeah. Hell with the Constitution. She yeah. declared an emergency public health order last Friday. Bizarre. Suspending the right to carry guns in public across Albuquerque and the surrounding Bernalillo County for at oh. least 30 days following the shooting deaths of three children in the area. Which just you know, just said, yeah. I'm doing, you can't do it. You know, even though people have a con- in, in, in uh, New Mexico and other places have right to uh, to uh, self-carry and all, and all of yeah, this well, yeah. well and she just said uh, w- w- the interesting thing she said at the time was no constitutional right 
in my view, when questioned about this, yeah. including my oath, is intended to be absolute. Oh, really? Since when? Well, here's what happened uh, since then. There, there, was, there wasn't only an outcry from, from the left, but, but the, uh, a guy in the, in the uh, uh, Congress who used to be my congressional representative till thank God he was uh, you know, uh, gerrymandered out of it. Uh, not that we, have, uh, <laughs> we still have a super leftist uh, right, representing right, right. us, but, but Ted Lieu, uh, leftist to oh, the yeah. nth degree, he came out and said, what are you doing? You can't do this. It's against the Constitution. Really? A leftist, a super leftist, saying yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And then uh, the uh, the sh the chief of police of Albuquerque said, "No, not going to enforce it." The sheriff of Bernalillo County, of which. Um, uh, Albuquerque is part of said yeah. not going to enforce it, and the state attorney general, a Democrat <laughs> and leftist, says you can't do this, not going to enforce it, and a federal judge even said you can't do it, and you can't do this. Well, guess what? I just as of this morning, she basically told them to pound sand. She Amazing. is not going to. She is not going to back down. What she has. What she has done is she's just amending her executive order uh -huh. to allow open and concealed carry um, except in public parks and playgrounds. So, so she reduced it. You cannot, have, you cannot carry in public parks and playgrounds mm -hmm. due, to, due to, as she says, a debate in court. So it, it, not just in all public places, but now she reduced it to public parks and playgrounds, but she is not backing up. She's basically saying, yeah. screw you. This is what I'm going to do. And um, so it's going to be interesting. So, you know, you know how, and our listeners always know what I'm always. What's the end game here? What What's the end game? She. This is not. Uh, I'm. A, she's a lawyer, and I'm assuming not a stupid woman. Obviously ideological, but she's not a stupid woman. <laughs> so what? What's the point here? What's going on here? Is it? Is 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 it just? Part of the left, as as uh, you know, you and I were speaking in private the other day. The Alinsky, uh, one of Alinsky's uh, Saul Alinsky's rules yeah, is: you never yeah, stop. You just yeah. keep pounding and pounding and pounding and putting it out there and putting it out there. Is she hoping that just by putting it out there, it's it's establishing some kind of precedent? I mean, what's the end game when she knows? Again, she's not a stupid woman. She knows. And probably knew right from the get-go that she was going to be, uh, 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 you know, torn apart over this. I'm not sure that she uh, figured on the left and people in her own uh, in her own state on the left saying you can't do this. I don't know. But what what do you think, Deepo? What, what's well, the end game here? What's what, what is it? You know, I, I think in in so many of these cases and. You know, it's sort of uh, basic acting 101, isn't it, Philip? You know, you sit there as an artist and you look at a character and you say, now, what does this character want? Yeah. What does he want in this scene? What does she want in this scene? And the truth of the matter is so many people in positions of power, we see it now in these district attorneys all across the country who are prosecuting uh, Trump, um, it's fame and fortune. It's fame. Here we are on entering stage right. We're talking about her. I didn't even know who the governor of New Mexico was before this. Did you? 
Uh, yeah, because uh, it's, oh. it, it was it was uh, sort of put out there, and uh, that 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 she was using um, uh, campaign funds for personal uh, for personal. Oh, so, so, oh, she's, so she's, she's already got some publicity. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like in it's like in film these days in theater. The, no publicity is bad publicity. So yeah, I don't know. That's right. That's right. I, as know, long as they're yeah, talking about yeah, you, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But here's what I do know. I was appreciative of the fact that a letter was sent. To Merrick Garland from U.S. to the U.S. Attorney General, uh, from six Republican center, uh, uh, senators, calling on the Department of Justice to protect the constitutional rights of New Mexicans, and uh, here they are, by the way, because uh, they they wrote the Department of Justice must act swiftly to stop this unconstitutional power grab. Uh, the senators who wrote to Garland's two-page letter. I read it a couple of days ago. You know what I found interesting, Philip? It was signed by, track this, Senators Tom Tillis of North Carolina, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. Rhinos. John interesting. Cron- John, John, yeah. John Cronin of Texas. John Kennedy of Louisiana, Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, and Tom Cotton of Arkansas, all members, by the way, of the Senate Judiciary Committee, they Mm -hmm. signed the six letters. And, you know, I'm wondering where are some of our Republicans up north in these cities where uh, guns are really killing hundreds and hundreds of people? How come they're not chiming in on this? Yeah, you know, it's funny. We've talked about this uh, before, and with in other areas, it's not it's not what is being said or who is saying it, but who isn't and what isn't being said. Yes. You know, the, the yeah, the omission, the the absence in this instance. Yeah. very very good point you bring up. It's like this this should have been signed by every Republican senator. Absolutely. In in, in every Republican in the Senate. This is insane. By the way, you know, you talk about Merrick Garland. If this goes to, it's going to be interesting what this guy does about it. Yeah, you know he's he's yeah. he, he is so down with this leftist administration and being such such a sort of a repulsive arm of it. And uh, you know, so it'll be interesting to see what his what his response is going to be. I don't hold out much uh, hope that it will be yeah. anything of of even. Even Ted Lieu, who <laughs> so you can't yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, it, it, I bet you it, won't it, even come up to that standard. Yeah, and, and, and you know, one of, the other thing I found fascinating about it is, and you you tipped us off on this right in the middle of all the COVID stuff. And you repeated time and time again that these orders coming out using public health as you know an emergency and therefore these are the mandates that have to come down these are what citizens have to do you have to wear the mask and of course there's a whole movement afoot to try to impose that again some schools have already adopted it and sure enough philip here it is her declaring a state of public health emergency to take away about four different aspects, including violation of the Second Amendment, the 14th Amendment, and Article 4 of the Constitution. So what she has done is just in some ways an extension of what what you've been warning our listeners about for some time. And the next big one's going to come. It's it's on the verge. The next big one is going to be climate change. 
declare an emergency because of a health health uh, uh, health health uh, um, um, issue yeah. with climate change, and well, then you can kiss the Constitution goodbye. None of it means anything if it's an emergency. Well, no. If we're in the middle of such an existential crisis that the world is coming to an end, Al Gore, uh, what uh, in eight years or what, whatever the Michigas was that was going around at the time. So yeah, we would have been gone years ago, right? No, I mean, <laughs> according the, by, to him, yeah, and, gonna, and Carrie, who's a beauty too, you know. Oh yeah, we're going to have to do a show on it. Uh, yes. I mean, I have absolutely no doubts that since the Industrial Revolution, yeah, we've been putting poison stuff into the air, gang. That's what happens. I also know that 1,500 prominent scientists have just gotten together and said, listen, the language that has been used is hyperbolic. The uh, cures uh, or, or the, the issue has not been discussed intelligently. There are a couple of people I want to have on the show here, and we do have some guests coming up. But I, I, you know, I don't know what her motive is, but you want to know what I think. She is going to be off stage, uh, if not in a fortnight, in a couple of months. Uh, this will not hold in New Mexico. Maybe she wants to be vice president. <laughs> oh, you boy. know what? Politicians always have their eye on something like that, so I wouldn't put that past her either. Yeah, well, you know? she'll she'll probably be running with your uh, uh, August mayor. Who knows? Now, Philip, I, listen. Keeping the show moving, it's not just real guns that are being taken away for uh, a month there in uh, New Mexico. But now, Philip, it is apparitions, playful yeah. apparitions, simulated gun playing, not even toy guns that's being questioned and challenged. I, please tell us your P.S. on this one. Well, you know, this goes, a lot of people think, you know, what we're talking about today, California uh, being a very leftist state, as is New Mexico, actually, even though there are a lot of conservatives in New Mexico. New Mexico votes uh, Democratic. It's a yeah. leftist state. So well, all this stuff with guns and with, with uh, gender affirming and all this nonsense, everybody's thinking it's the, the, the left and the uh, blue states. Well, here's what's going on in Alabama. <laughs> Me, meaning this is infecting this is infecting especially in schools go back to go 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 back to the 60s and the early 70s if you can get hold of the educational system you've you've accomplished and that's what's going on here all of these school systems yeah, yeah. here's what happened in Alabama uh, according to a letter from a father on September 1st two boys were playing cops and robbers during mm -hmm. recess at Bagley Elementary School. Mm -hmm. During the course of their play, the children reportedly extended their index fingers and thumbs oh, and said bang bang at each other. <laughs> the child, I, okay? The child, identified as JB, was suspended Good and accused of committing a Class 3 infraction. Now, this is the district's most serious infraction. Yeah. According to Jefferson County, Alabama, School District Student Handbook, Class 3 infractions include possession of guns or explosives, 
possession sexual, of. Sexual battery, right. battery of a school district employee, and robbery, among others. <laughs> the boy would only be allowed back in school after a hearing with his parents and the district. Of the incident, the child's father said, they labeled my six-year-old, yeah. six years old, six-year-old, yeah. as a potential violent and dangerous student because he was being a little boy and playing cops and robbers with yes. another student and pointing his finger and saying, bang, bang. This is where this is going. It, this it, is it, where this is going. This, this you, you know the old thing, if it, if it wasn't so insane, it'd be funny. Well, but this, there's an there's there's a, there's a collective insanity going on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and, yeah and this yeah. is I had to bring this up today because it was to me so illustrative of of the insanity. And you and I have talked about this of getting away from reality. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 uh, you know, for some reason, when you sent me this article. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going down a little personal uh, a sidebar here, but it, it reminded me of my old grandmother, Thomas. I was out one day with a neighborhood boy. My parents had uh, dropped me off at uh, my grandmother's house. And uh, she was a very religious woman. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with very religious people. I have profound admiration for them but when it goes to a self-righteousness whether it is uh, their own personal or that of Ibram X. Kendi and when they know better for you than all that's where we part company and there in Royal Oak Michigan I was playing I, I had a hoppy uh, a Hopalong Cassidy gun set. Do you do you remember Hopalong? You're too young to remember Hopalong Cassidy. What are you talking about? Of course, well, I remember Hopalong Cassidy. Oh oh, you do? Do you? I'm too young. What do you think? I'm 26. Well, I don't know. I I don't ask people. All I know is I'm older than you. But here's what I do know. Here's what. Hey, well, all right. So you know Hopalong Cassidy. Now I'm because you know you, you seem to know so much trivia. Do you remember the name of the actor who played? Hopalong Cassidy. Of course, William Boyd. I can't stand who was, it. Who was a silent film star? <laughs> he he started as a star of silent films, William Boyd. He certainly did. He was in D.W. Griffith's movies, and he yeah. was in a he was in a lot of different things. There's no question about it. Well, she came out, and you know those were I had a double a holster set. You follow what I'm saying, and so you could just pull both guns, and they were cap guns. So I'm sure we were just driving my grandmother. She came out and tore the guns. That's it. You can't play with guns anymore. Not not at my house. Well, you know, God bless her, and I mean that sincerely. But uh, you've got these zealots out there. Now, the caps were probably driving her crazy. But two six-year-old boys with their forefingers, bang, bang. And you, you put this disgrace on them at that age. And it's shameful. But again, it's part yeah. of, and by the way, that teacher will be looked upon as a heroine or a hero, whatever, I don't know who, whether a male or female, by, by many people on the left. Like, no, we can't even, we can't even have the very simulation of anything that would indicate that. Now it, we can go to it's also, it's also, it's also a continue, continual destruction of males. 
and masculinity. Absolutely. And I think I'm going to get the to my... The feminization of this country. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Good observation. So in the meantime, the, the, the six, seven, eight-year-old can go with his or her mother or father into Target and get a, a gender... A uh, 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 neutral underwear that's affirming. But you just can't play a little game of cops and robbers. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. Hey, you know, that just makes me want to uh, ask you to go right into your hero because he has addressed these things. And I've got one. If we have time, we'll do it. But it, uh, just thematically, stay. Uh, uh, let's keep on this, Philip. And you've got, you've got a great hero. Absolutely. My, my hero is my one of my continuing heroes. And I'm sure our, our listeners know sure. uh, of him very well, Dr. Jordan Peterson, yep. the Canadian... Um, a uh, psychologist, a uh, very brilliant man, who uh, he, he came to prominence uh, a few years back when, when Canada, uh, or no, I think the province of Ontario where he was living, uh, passed, a, uh, passed a law uh, uh, saying that you had to, you must address someone by their preferred pronouns. Right. And right. he said, no, that's, that, no. Can't that's do that. Freedom. You yep. can't do that. That's freedom of speech. So, so he has that sort of thrust him. And every time I see him in discussion or, 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 or uh, you know, uh, conversation with, with, with people, he is so bright and so, and so, and so, uh, uh, he's, he, he's just, I, I, he's, he's someone I have tremendous respect for. Yes, well, this is yes. what happened on Twitter or whatever they call it now, X. Robert yeah. Reich who was uh, oh, the yeah. Secretary of uh, Labor under uh, uh, under Clinton? Clinton, who yeah. is you know, who is one of your standard little uh, leftists, um, you know, who just who just makes his little pontificating things. He, he, this is what he put on uh, on on, uh, on Twitter. He says, "The next time you hear conservatives use any of the following terms, ask for a definition. They won't have any. And these are the terms: woke, critical race theory." canceled culture, socialism. And then he says, they just want to stoke, uh, stoke culture wars to divert attention from economic looting and oligarchy. Ooh, Robert. Well, this is what Jordan <laughs> Peterson said on, on Twitter slash yeah, X, X, whatever yes, it is. Yes, he yes, says, yes. okay, woke. <laughs> A pseudo-intellectual pastiche of postmodern and neo-Marxist <laughs> tropes dedicated to the idea that categories themselves do nothing but privilege and oppress. Mm. Now you want critical race theory. The mm. proposition that all differences in outcome by race, ethnicity, or virtually any other identifiable group difference are a consequence of systemic, conscious, and unconscious prejudice on the part of the privileged. And then he says, see woke. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Cancel culture. Yeah. The widespread utilization, primarily on the left, of female typical patterns of antisocial behavior, such as reputation savaging, gossip, innuendo, mobbing, and exclusion to isolate, demoralize, and destroy political or personal enemies. Mm. And finally, socialism, mm. a political economic system which when applied anywhere, ideally or badly, immediately destroys wealth, 
while failing utterly to remediate inequality. Alternatively, the political expression of envy disguised as compassion. And then he finishes it by saying, any more stupid questions? Jordan Peterson, my hero for the week. Amen and amen and bravo for Mr. Peterson you to bet. so succinctly define um, what are not just words, but words that have indeed uh, meanings that uh, <clears throat> challenge a lot. And uh, his challenging back has been uh, an important voice. I, you bet. <clears throat> I don't agree with it. everything uh, across the board on him, but what I do agree with uh, is his valor, his courage, and he is an extremely uh, insightful. There's absolutely no question about that. Well, Philip, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'll, I'll just mention, en passant, as it were, my quick hero then just briefly, and that is none other than uh, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, who pardoned Scott Smith, the concerned father who was convicted of disorderly conduct for protesting at a Loudoun County, Virginia school board meeting in June of 2021 after his daughter was sexually assaulted uh, by a young male. The 15-year-old boy raped his female classmate in a transgender-friendly bathroom at Stonebridge High School in Virginia. The Loudoun County School Superintendent uh, covered it up. He was finally fired after a grand jury found him guilty of, of the being a liar. Yep, and to add insult to injury, the boy was transferred to another school, basically did the same thing in terms of a sexual assault, and was finally arrested. And here are just uh, his words in it uh, from uh, Governor uh, Youngkin himself who said, in Virginia, parents matter. And my resolve to empower parents is unwavering. A parent's fundamental right to be involved in their child's education, upbringing, and care should never be undermined by bureaucracy, school divisions, or the state. I am pleased to grant Scott Smith this pardon and help him and his family put this injustice behind them once and for all. Well, that finishes up our um, our theme for the day of of it's the family that yeah. runs that is at the core of this country, not the government. Amen. Amen. All right, folks, there it is, the old school bell, which does remind us that it's time to say goodbye to all of our listeners for now. And in way of reminder, friends, regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours, we live in a great country because it's a free country. Let's keep it that way. We've got a lot to be thankful for. We're thankful for you, dear listener. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>